You're listening to What Book Hooked You. I'm Brock Shelley, and thanks for listening. In this episode, I talk to Leanne Oldkey, whose debut, Nice Try, Jane Sinner, comes out on January 9th. In this episode, you'll hear how Leanne, for this book, it really came out of her own personal experiences and how she translated that to a book. So listen in. So Leanne, what book hooked you? Uh, The first book that I remember my dad ever recommending to me was The Hobbit. And at the time, I thought a book about, like, hairy people living in holes was the worst idea I'd ever heard. But once I actually read it and read Lord of the Rings, like, I was hooked. So for me, it was fantasy. And what age do you think you were when you first started reading those? Uh, I remember I read Lord of the Rings, the full series, in grade four. I didn't understand everything I was reading, but I sure tried. Um, And then it was like Chronicles of Narnia and all the weird Christian uh, fantasy that my parents had lying around. Um, And then Tamara Pierce was the big one as well throughout high school. And so were you sort of always did you read a lot or was it just something you sort of did when you weren't allowed to watch television or on a car trip or things like that or were you sort of always reading it was just kind of something you were I'll say passionate about or something yeah I was always reading I think um partly that's because my parents always encouraged me to like for me it was just a normal part of my life I remember reading more than watching tv especially when I was uh younger but yeah I just always love stories and it's just it's just what I did and so you were reading you mentioned uh Tamara Pierce uh, up until high school so yeah during this time uh were you writing some of your own stories <laughs> uh yeah I mean I remember like grade eight ish is when I tried to write some Lord of the Rings fan fiction and it was awful but it's like one of the first things I wrote for myself um I never wanted to be a writer actually I never grew up thinking that was even an option for me I thought you had to be like um I don't know super talented or special or I don't know I just didn't see myself that way but uh, I guess after high school is when I kind of dabbled in writing like I would start novels and never finish them just kind of a handful of unfinished stories here and there but it wasn't until Nice Try Jane Slayer that I actually wrote anything that I consider worthwhile. <laughs> so let's t- touch on that then since you brought it up. So your debut coming out on mm-hmm. January 9th is Nice Try, Jane Sinner. Yeah. Uh, so first off, let's start. What is, uh, what's the book about? The book is about a girl that gets kicked out of high school. So she has to finish her diploma through community college. And uh, while she does that, she goes through a Big Brother type reality show called House of Orange. And so the book is told through Jane's journal entries. And what was sort of that initial idea that got you started writing this book? Uh, it started through my own journal entries, actually. I kept a journal throughout um, a lot of high school and university. And I struggled with depression for a lot of that time. And I found that writing down uh, everything that was going through my head helped me get through it all. Uh, and eventually I would look back on these journal entries and I didn't really like what I saw there. I didn't like what I was going through or the person that I was. And I wanted a way to, uh, 
either you know, rewrite the past or create something new out of it. So what I started to do was type up these journal entries and that way I could take out the things I didn't like, or I could make myself say something I wish I had said there, or, you know, I was bolder, braver, funnier, whatever. And that's kind of how a nice try Jane Sinner started. Um, and then once I realized that, yeah, I can actually create a new story out of this, that's when I added the plot and uh, worked reality TV in there because I was watching a lot of reality TV at the time. And um, yeah, it took a couple years to kind of work my way through what I was doing. Um, and yeah, once I realized that, yeah, I can write a novel, that's when I wanted to be an author. And so we, and so at what point, what was the, how old were you, or not how old were you, but at what point in your life were you at where you started to take the things out of your journal and actually type them up and, and try to... Uh, modify them and, and put add some structure to them. Right. I think that happened maybe my last year or two of university. Like I, I moved out um, when I was 18. I went to Edmonton to study philosophy. I did a three-year program. And so, yeah, like the last year of university is when I really started to like question everything I grew up believing and question, you know, who I was, what I was doing. And that all kind of inspired me to write it down and, rewrite it and so is it fair to say then uh that this book as your debut is really there's a lot of you in this book oh yeah <laughs> yeah definitely it's kind of hard for me sometimes to to see where the line between truth and fiction is and i think a lot of people that uh, know me will see me in there as well um like obviously i never have never participated in a reality show and haven't been to community college, but like little things like uh, living in a basement room with a curtain for a door, like that was me in university. So it's a lot of me, but a lot of uh, extra drama as well. And because it's maybe so close to you and some of the elements are so personal, was it hard to, uh, First off, was it hard to, in revising, like have enough distance from those things to look at it uh, as a writer and as a, instead of a person that lived through it when it came to yeah. kind of revising things? Um, I think that's why it took me so long to to take it seriously as a novel and not just something that made me laugh. Uh, I was a closet writer for for so so long because it was so personal. I didn't want to show anyone. Um, like none of my family, none of my um, friends knew really that I was even thinking about writing a book until after I got an agent or after I got a publishing deal. Like I didn't even tell my parents until I got an offer of publication. Um, so like this was inside my head for, for so, so long. And I didn't really have any perspective at all on if it was good or not. So like um, I, I didn't want to, to show friends. So I would go online to forums like Absolute Right and post a little chapters here and there and then get feedback from people that didn't know me and that really helped and with it uh you know coming out again on january 9th is have have enough people seen it in your life or or is there a little bit of nervousness not only is your debut coming out but also it's going to be revealed to friends and family uh, who haven't seen it yet yeah yeah i am i'm very nervous uh my sisters have read it. I, I sent them an arc and they get it. They get me a lot more. Um, 
my parents haven't read it yet. <laughs> and I think they're the ones I'm most nervous about because, because it is so personal. It deals with uh, a girl like questioning everything she grew up believing and kind of distancing herself from her family's religion and their values. And like, that's me and it's not me at the same time. So yeah, they're the ones like they've been extremely supportive and it'll be fine, but it's just that weirdness of it being so personal. Like people I, I don't know, that's totally fine. They right. can like it or not. It doesn't matter, but it matters what my family thinks. Absolutely. Understandable. And so yeah. we cut, we touch a little bit, you know, you were reading through high school and you said you had started this book, uh, during university. Yeah. Were you re able to read a lot during university? I mean, many times that period, because of courses and assignments and just social life, most people don't read a lot, I find. Uh, were you able to to be reading books beyond just maybe assignment books? Uh, I didn't have as much time as I would like to read, but um, because I did study philosophy, I ended up reading some of I know the Russian novels in particular, I liked like uh, Dostoevsky and I read Anna Karenina and uh, yeah, I went through a, a good Russian novel phase. I think my mm -hmm. favorite was the brothers Karamazov and that was in part for a class and part because I just found it interesting to read on its own. And so when you started um, pulling this together and taking your journal entries and saying, you know, maybe there's something more here, maybe there's a story here uh, was it clear to you maybe from the start that this was going to be uh, more of a YA book? Oh, wait, is is this considered YA or how is this? <laughs> Actually, that's a very good question because when I first started writing it, I had said it in Jane's first year of university. Um, it always felt like a YA book to me just in terms of the topics, like finding out who you are apart from your family and like doing everything for the first time kind of thing. Uh, so when I tried to, to query this book and uh, ship it around, I've got a lot of, a lot of rejections like uh, most writers do, but a lot of uh, agents said, I don't know how to sell this because technically YA is everything that happens before college and NA or new adult happens after. And so it would be technically an NA or new adult, book but it wasn't romance heavy like the only thing that was being published or selling in NA at the time was and to extent still is romance heavy so my book was kind of in this weird limbo of being in two genres at once uh, so when I first talked to my agent Brooks uh, on the phone he had this great idea of setting it in community college, but having Jane complete her high school diploma there. So that way, technically, it's still YA because she's still technically in high school, but you get the best of both worlds. So I'm hoping that uh, Nice Try Jane Center will help bridge that gap because, um, I don't know, like you don't stop being a teenager the moment you leave high school. Sure. Like this is the kind of book that I wish I had in university, like if I had time to read it because... I know I didn't really see myself um, obviously in like the romance heavy new adult books, like about the people that were my age. I don't know. I, I still felt like a teenager, like a, like a kid, but I just didn't um, see myself in, in books at that period. And so once you 
with help of your agent, sort of uh, find you know the the category where this book would live. Yeah. Did you have to sort of read up on the category at all, or were there books or are there any books that you started to familiarize yourself with, uh, so you kind of had a sense of of the category that you were getting into? I had always read a lot of YA, mostly fantasy stuff. I didn't do any research per se. Um, but one of the books actually that had the biggest influence on my writing style is called Alice, I think by Susan Juby. And, uh, it's set in a small town in Canada and it's also told through a journal, uh, format. It's about this, uh, weird kind of misfit girl who's been homeschooled her entire life and has to like figure out how to adjust, uh, in, in high school, uh, with other people around. And, um, yeah, I think I wanted to write something similar to that about a girl who has this, like, I don't know, life inside of her head that doesn't always translate to what she does, but you get to see that very personal first-person perspective through the journal entries. And because yours, this book started off as as your journal entries, I'm wondering, was there, like, some sort of detail or some little scene or aspect of the story that you held on to so long because it maybe had a personal uh, significance to you that you eventually sort of had to come to realize that I have to kind of let this go because it doesn't serve the story, even though it kind of served something special in my life? Huh, that's a good question. I don't know if I've thought about it that way before. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that, you know, started out as my journal entry and that I tried to work in to the story, but didn't happen, uh, was more of the, uh, the personal stuff that dealt with my own depression, which is kind of a a hard thing to write about, hard thing to read about, um, when it is personal and dark and kind of, and kind of grim. So I ended up taking a lot of that out, but it was necessary in the story because Jane is such a, a guarded kind of individual that she doesn't want to admit to all this stuff. Like, she deals with their depression by ignoring it for the most part. Yeah. So that's the stuff that didn't all make it in. Good. And so what through this uh, process have, were you, when you first started to kind of put this together, were you one that you kind of took this serious enough that you put yourself on, you know, some sort of writing regiment or was this a project, a passion project that you kind of, came back to every once in a while or or had to really kind yeah. of come you know have a have a day of reckoning where you had to discipline yourself because you were slacking off too much from writing uh there was no discipline <laughs> there was no regimen um like it started pretty casually like when I had time writing things that made me laugh here and there uh, I remember I guess after I finished university in Edmonton I had this desk job with the government of Alberta that was pretty mundane and whatever. So I had the stack of post-it notes that every time, you know, I had a thought that I thought was funny or interesting or something I heard that I kind of thought maybe I could work this into later. I would write on my post-it notes and take it home and, and write it up when I felt like it kind of thing. Uh, so that's why it took so long because I didn't have discipline. It took, you know, years to, to write and finish the, <laughs> the reckoning happened when I moved to Vancouver and uh, studied film production, did a one-year program and took out all these student loans, uh, basically living off credit in a, in a new city where I didn't know anyone. 
and I'll get like this um, like pit in my stomach realizing, oh, I have all of this debt now. What am I going to do? And uh, with uh, Vancouver Film School, it's a very like intensive program because you're you have classes all day, workshops in the evening, on the weekend. So you can't actually get a part time job. So <laughs> that actually motivated me to, you know, finish this novel and take it seriously. And maybe, maybe one day I could sell it and help pay off my student loans that way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a very glamorous motivation, but that's <laughs> that's real life. And it worked. Exactly. I mean, I still have a lot of student loans, but just not as many as I had before. And so as you've kind of gone through this process and grown as a writer, um, what, because this book uh, kind of birthed itself out of, out of personal experiences uh, yeah. that you had, uh, what is your other writing like? Are you exploring different things or is it, it's still kind of stemming from your own life? Yeah. So what I'm working on now is kind of completely different. It's still YA, but it's a fantasy, uh, kind of a, a darker multi POV fantasy inspired by Saga Age Iceland. So not so much from my personal experience, although I did go to Iceland the other year and loved it and have always uh, had a, a strange fascination with it. But it's kind of cool because now I'm relearning how to write, basically, <laughs> Because uh, with the, the journal style, you can write down pretty much whatever. It doesn't have to be relevant to the plot. It's a lot more organic. And I kind of wrote in a spiral, like I would write something here and there and then cut and paste it. Um, but with a fantasy, that doesn't fly. Like, you need a plot. Your chapters need to be structured. Uh, so it's been a lot of research. And I'm still trying to figure out what my ideal routine is not quite there yet but it's mostly like forcing myself to write a couple hundred words in the morning before work type thing because mm -hmm. it doesn't um yeah it doesn't happen as organically as nice trading center because it's not my personal experience i have to definitely make a point of sitting down and getting in that totally different headspace and so you're working on fantasy now and we talk and we start yeah. off talking about you know lord of the rings and the hobbit so yeah. have you gone back to those books as you're as you're writing your own fantasy or are there other uh fantasy genre series or books that you've sort of been taking in through this process um i haven't gone back to to lord of the rings in a while actually um I did go through a big uh, Game of Thrones, Wheel of Time, uh, Brandon Sanderson kind of phase. I know I love series that just go on and on forever, like the thick books that just never end. That's my jam. Uh, but definitely a lot more YA fantasy, which is great. I think one of the last really amazing books I read was uh, Forest of a Thousand Lanterns, mm -hmm. the, uh, the Snow White retelling told from like the perspective of the evil queen. Um, Leah Bardugo, anything she writes, her fantasies like the Grishaverse, uh, I love it. And then, of course, Tamara Pierce is still a big inspiration just for the fact that girls are the center of her story, which is not so much uh, a new idea now, which is great. It's more mainstream, but it's still something that I definitely want to focus on. 
And so before we before you get to sort of all that, you know, you have this book, Nice Try Jane Center. Um, mm-hmm. When you kind of look back at this process from when you started to, to modify those journal entries uh, until, you know, January 9th when it comes out, um, are you able to kind of look back at that book and have some distance from it and kind of see that person, Leanne, who started out that process and you see kind of the growth maybe as a writer but also as a person since you've sort of started this big personal project of yours? Yeah, I think I have. I mean, it's in a way still too fresh. I don't want to go back and read it. Like I've I've read it so many times. But uh, when I do, you know, read snippets here and there, I can – I can see, yeah, this is me, but it also a different version of me. Like when I was writing it, I'm like, yeah, definitely this is me. And I'm like, oh, that's that's where I was at the time, but I'm not there anymore, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I am a different person going through different things. And yeah, I couldn't write the same book again, for sure. That's great. So a few kind of questions as we as we begin to wind down. The first one, what is your favorite movie that's based on a book? Uh, I love No Country for Old Men. <laughs> it's my favorite movie of all time. And I, I saw the movie before I read the book. And after reading the book, I still definitely prefer the movie. That's great. Uh, yeah. The next question then is, is there a book or series of books that you're willing to admit that you've never read or never finished? I actually have never read A Wrinkle in Time. And I'm pretty sure that once I do, I will love it. It just hasn't happened yet. (laughs) You have to get on that before the movie comes out. I know. (laughs) Yeah. And then finally, what is the last great book that you've read? So Forest of a Thousand Lanterns was the last one that definitely blew me away and I think it's because um uh Julie wrote the the bad guy the the anti-heroine uh which to me is so fascinating because especially in YA we see a lot of these like good versus evil type situations where uh the hero has to sacrifice everything and always do the right thing and make these tough choices but come out on top and to read about someone who does the opposite of that, who does everything for herself, even when it's like totally the the wrong thing to do, is just so fascinating. That's kind of what I want to explore with my uh, my work in progress, is writing about people that don't do the right thing, that aren't the good guys. That's great. Well, Leanne, Nice Try Jane Center comes out on January the 9th, and I wish you and the book all the best. Thank you so much. And that does it for another episode of What Book Hooked You. Special thanks to Leanne for joining me. The book, Nice Try Jane Center, comes out on January the 9th. So I hope you'll check that out. And if you want to check out any of the books that Leanne mentioned, be sure to check out the show notes to this episode and any of the other episodes where I mark down and link all the books that are mentioned during the podcast. I'm Brock Shelley, and until next time, keep reading.